Hello and welcome to another episode of the Society Life Podcast and this episode of Conversations Without. So with this episode, I thought it would be interesting to talk about a subject that I've been really looking into and watching hard. I'm not quite sure how um, what your guys' opinions on it are, but what do you think of the XFL? And if you don't know what the XFL is, which I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't, it's this it's a new professional football league that actually started a week after the Super Bowl. I'm going to kind of go into a little bit of why I think this is interesting. Um, the Some of the statistical side of um, the business stuff, the numbers that they've been generating, um, some information about it, and then how this is actually pretty valuable for the players and the coaches of the league. So... As many of you know, I'm a big Eagles fan and I'm a big football fan. And so whenever I heard about the XFL, which is actually I knew about it from a couple months prior to the season, actually the NFL season actually ending, um, I was actually pretty excited about it. So the XFL, I believe, and I haven't done my research on this part, on the back end part, but it used to be a league back, I believe, in the early 2000s. And I'm not quite sure what had happened to it. But Vince McMahon was the owner or currently still is. And if you don't know who Vince McMahon is, he also owns WWE, the big wrestling entertainment. Um, I don't actually watch wrestling too much, but a lot of people do. It's very popular. So he also has the XFL along with WWE. So it is a professional football league, and there are currently eight teams on a 10-week regular season schedule. So the eight teams, they just split up through four on one on one day and then four on the other day, meaning Saturday will have four games, Sunday will have four games. Now, this league is actually set up a little bit differently than the NFL is if you do watch football um, or even college sports or college football as well. Um, the, the Like, for instance, the kickoffs to reduce head injuries and concussions because of the high of... Um, What am I trying to get at? Because of the high concussions that have been in the past few years, I believe the disease that is being caused is CTE, I want to say. But to reduce the risk of something like that potentially happening, the kickoffs are no longer, well, in the XFL, the kickoffs is just a kicker. And the kicker will just kick it. And the rest of the kickoff team will actually be probably, I think it's five yards in front of the defending team in just one straight line. And then um, the runner will catch the ball. And basically, it's less of a collision from getting a 40 to 50 yard start. I don't think it's 50 actually. But getting a huge start to maybe like a 15, 20 yard start. So the collision actually is reduced dramatically, which I actually think is pretty cool. mainly because of the safety of the players and the brain injuries and the head injuries and the concussions and all that. So that's just one example. Another one is field goals. So if you were to kick an extra point after a touchdown, you don't have that choice if you score a touchdown. You can go for one point, which is your offense is still on the field, or you can back up, I think it's, I want to say five yards, and it's two points, and then back up another five yards, it's three points. So those are two huge main things that I kind of I've seen that are or that have stood out to me the most, which actually they they keep things very interesting and they keep things fast and upbeat and tempo is really quick on these. So, um, yeah, they have eight teams 
on a 10-week regular season schedule. Now, the actual league itself, they pride themselves off of three core principles. And now we're kind of getting into the side of more like the businessy side, which is my favorite. The first part is fans first. So the XFL is a league that they claim listens to their fans. I don't know much more about that. The next one is ultra accessible. So fans get an up-close experience. So the cool thing is, is whenever you are watching a game, the the players and the coaches are often mic'd up. Mic'd up meaning like you can actually hear the play call or you can hear the communication between the quarterback and the or not the quarterback between the coach going to the quarterback's helmet so that's really cool to see and they actually have which i actually think is inconvenient to the players but someone interviewing them on the sideline or maybe right about to go onto the field or if they've come right off someone just hustles over and interviews them i actually think that's kind of an inconvenience and annoying to the players and the coaches but um that's that's part of the ultra accessible thing but the definitely the communication whenever there's challenges or whenever there's a like a review you you the fans actually get an in-depth look at that which actually i do think is really cool that you do not get in any other league the next one would be true to the game so they're faithful to the foundations of football they'll never um be different just to be different and there's no gimmicks so they're just being faithful to the foundations of football so those are those three core principles on the business side of things now how are they changing up the game of football which i already kind of went into of the different changes of like the field goals there is none there is field goals for three points but no extra points stuff you got to actually go for one two or three points and the kickoffs which like i said it reduced the risk of head injuries and concussions possible things along down the road um but what else they got less stall now stall meaning more ball as described so it's a fast-paced game and then these are words also pulled off straight from their website too so if it comes off like i'm saying something and you're like what the hell does less stall mean that's kind of how i read it too but then i read a little bit more so it's a fast-paced game with fewer play stoppages they want to get this game under three hours where sometimes nfl games they get dragged out these ones are under three hours so it's fast paced with fewer play stoppages um, there's a timing changes and there's common sense rules which i actually could not figure out what common sense rules actually meant along with five gameplay innovations um, to raise ex excitement and minimize downtime I'm not quite sure on the the gameplay innovations either, but I'm assuming it would be more of like the infield experience of uh, getting like the hearing the communication, um, being actually the fans can actually be a part of the game, meaning like I just described like the the listening in on the what's going on, which is cool. That is a cool aspect, but I couldn't find anything else on the innovation the innovational side of things. How? they make this a fan first league or how do they make this a fan first league this is what they are claiming makes this league fans first is affordability so they want fans to come out and support so they make the ticket prices affordable for family um families i should say and single person so that is they i did confirm that they are pretty cheap I actually looked into going one myself access so close to the game meaning you get to hear that communication. I'm sure that they're going to add other things. Like I actually just heard a podcast recently saying that there might be more of like a uh, 
like a statistical thing of how fast somebody ran from one side of the field to the other or how hard the ball was thrown, uh, st stuff like that, which actually could help keep fans engaged too. That would be pretty cool. Community engagement. So the teams participate in local communities and the XFL as a whole, which is good. And then they have something called FAN, FAN. And what that is is the fans' voice to be heard to help design and shape the future of the XFL. So they're basically utilizing um, or, they're, or they're basically listening to what the their customers want. And then that's going to be helping push them and change, make things better for the fans and the future of XFL. <clears throat> so on another side note, since we're on the topic of business as well, a f there was a league last year called the AAF, which is, stands for the Alliance of American Football League. Now, there's been the interesting thing about these leagues is there's been a lot of them that have popped up but not lasted very long. So, like I said, the first time the XFL came up, it, I think it was early 2000s, and I'm not quite sure what even happened to it. The AAF, or the Alliance of American Football League, was a professional football league from the, what they say last year. Um, and then I'm pulling this from the internet because I could not... I ran out of note space. But, um, yeah, they started the season last year, and halfway through their season, they had to discontinue it or suspend operations. So, from my understanding, the owner, I don't know if he was the owner of a team or the actual, maybe like half of the organization of the AAF, but it was the NHL's Carolina Hurricanes owner. I think his name is Dundon. That's how it's said on here. Um, made the decision to suspend operations amid the inability to reach an agreement with NFL Players Association to use NFL or younger NFL players in the AAF. He pledged a $250 million investment after the opening week of the season. Halfway through the year, the season is suspended, and it's just gone. So there have been other leagues, and then there was NFL Europe, which actually I believe was quite successful, and then they just discontinued that as well. Um, United Football League, I don't know if that's even around. The same with Arena Football League, Indoor Football League. The only other league that I believe may be around right now, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong on this because I'm not quite sure, is the Canadian Football League, so the CFL. Um, but other than that, yeah, there's not been any other leagues that have lasted. So it's hard to actually create a business like this and make it sustainable. So... On that podcast that I had spoke about earlier, one of the claims was they're making this a, they're not looking at now, they're trying to make this a hundred year vision for the future, which I thought was kind of interesting. So the really cool and valuable part I thought about this whole XFL thing is how cool is this for the players and the coaches that don't get the opportunity or had their opportunity, but couldn't quite seize the moment in the NFL. So you get a lot of players that don't even get drafted in the NFL, and a lot of them end up on practice squads. Some of them don't even make the practice squads, or they just stay in the in the ranks of free agency, and they don't ever see field time or get on a team at all. And so things like this, or different leagues like this, which I was actually really for the AAF, um, things, leagues like this, make those dreams still possible for players in the NFL or want to try to be in the NFL. It gives them another set of proving grounds. 
which I can really appreciate as a former player. I do think it's really, really cool that this is a platform that does help expose those those younger players or those older players that just never had a chance to continue to play. And they get paid. So they're not getting paid a lot. But the so I, f- I think it's two thousand dollars per game per player per um so it's like four thousand dollars a month and then I also think no I'm sorry not four thousand two four six eight eight thousand because there's four games in a month and then um if they win a game they get paid more so if you don't win I believe you get two thousand if you do win you get more um so I mean you're still getting paid to play football. And for those guys that didn't actually have the opportunity to compete at that high level, but maybe did really well in college and just couldn't excel in in the NFL, this is a great learning platform for them. So this is very valuable. Um, And from an outsider looking in, this is an awesome opportunity for players. Now, for coaches, same exact thing. There's been coaches that have come in um, that haven't done so well in the NFL or that maybe have just stepped down. Same with college. They haven't done well, or maybe they've just stepped down. This is another opportunity for coaches to continue to coach and continue to prove themselves on um, in a different kind of platform. So both really cool things. I mean, I don't know how your perspective is on this as far as like how this is valuable at all, this kind of conversation. But the... The way I'm looking at it is this is awesome for the opportunity for these guys to be able to still do what they love to do and be able to prove that there is something left for them to do and maybe in the future as well. So um, that was it. This is the Conversations with Al. A little bit different take on it, but something that I've been observing and really enjoying. Um, but yeah, what do you think of the XFL for even in the sports? Understandable if you're not, but uh, thank you guys for listening.